Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) I'm so corny. Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, selfcareirl.com, to sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems that I have curated just for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. Let's say a friend throws a party and doesn't invite you for whatever reason. Or maybe your coworker misses a deadline that is really crucial to a project that you guys are working on. While these things are very trivial in the grand scheme of I'm owed an apology, history has shown us that if an apology is indeed given, you are more than likely to forgive and eventually forget. But let's explore what happens if the other person basically refuses to say the words that you might need to hear in order to resolve conflict. When I've talked to people about you know, like why it's so hard to forgive others, the response usually is that people don't ever want to feel like they're being taken advantage of. People feel like the wrongdoing must be accounted for. And this idea of forgiving and forgetting assumes that nothing's wrong, nothing happened. And the person who wronged you is in fact not wrong. Well, guys, (laughs) I am here to tell you that is just simply, simply not how forgiveness works. I am also here to tell you that there are a number of ways that you can forgive others in very tough situations and even in conflict without feeling like you're being taken advantage of. So in today's episode, we're going to learn why it's wiser to move on instead of waiting for an apology and how you can make the first move. But before I drop those gems on you, here's something that I don't think people realize. And let me preface this by saying I am people. (laughs) I am also people sometimes. But here's what I realized. The advantages of forgiveness are the exact same whether the other person apologizes to you or not. Let me say that again, just for the people in the back. The advantages of forgiveness are the exact same whether the other person apologizes to you or not. We have to try and think of forgiving others as something we solely do for ourselves and not for the other person. I feel like some of y'all ain't all the way sold on forgiving and and trust me, I understand. I am 
usually, sometimes, almost sometimes. <laughs> I'm sometimes y'all on some days. So let me give you a few more reasons why forgiving others is basically a golden practice for your healing. First, know and trust that grudges are a heavy, heavy burden to keep. Grudges are also burdens that contain energy and forces that only you are responsible for holding. Not a single person is going to help you manage or lug all of those grudges around each day as they occupy space in your mental house. And most importantly, this might be the the gag of it all. Most importantly, the person you are actually holding the grudge against, they don't care. They ain't holding the damn thing. Child, go. you can go ahead and insert praise hands right here, okay? Just go ahead and put them down right here. So here's a quick story time for you. Let me tell you a story. So last summer, my dad and I had a huge blowout, a huge argument. And it was in front of people, my favorite people, people who I absolutely love and respect. Also in front of people who I ain't really want inside of our messy ass family business, right? And even though I might have been wrong, I mean, I knew I was wrong. I I was wrong. I felt that the wrong that was done to me was in a whole different arena. Like the wrong, that wrong outweighed anything I could have ever said or done. And I am fully aware that that declaration really does sound very, I don't know, struggle Olympics of me, but hey, I tell y'all all all the time, I am learning and growing with you. But I was replaying that argument in my head over and over and over again. I could recount how horrible, horrible, horrible. I could recount how horrible I felt because I felt like I was justified in the grudge I planned on holding indefinitely. And I really had no plans on backing down from my stance until or when or if my dad ever apologized. And even then, because I was big mad, I still might be entangled with my grudge because hurt, hurt, right? Also, let the record show that my dad never apologized. But something clicked for me at my brother's wedding. And maybe it was, I don't know, maybe it was the the nostalgia of it all or just, you know, the fact that life is Hell, life is as equally long as it is short, so girl, let it go already. But I was able to release my anger and my disappointment. And in that, I was able to free up so much energy that I can now devote to other things. One of the things that clicked for me and kind of clicks often, like I said, I am growing with you, is that each of us makes mistakes especially parents. As a parent, I make mistakes often, period, all the time. There is not a single person that can say they've never done anything wrong or did wrong to people, intentionally or otherwise, because your intention, listen, if you're doing the work, and by work, I mean hard work and healing, you know that impact always matters more than intention. That's that's a podcast topic for later. So, We have to remember that people have also forgiven us. People have forgiven you. People have forgiven me. And they will continue. And my gosh, if I want to get spiritual on you, God freely gives us grace all the time. Every day, every, every moment we breathe, we are extended grace. 
And I've always believed that giving someone a second chance really does breed good karma. Another reason forgiving others is basically a golden practice is because it strengthens your relationships. Two things we know to be true. One, your family and friends are so precious to your need for human connection. And two, girl, conflict between humans, between everybody really, is inevitable. It will only enhance your relationships when you can develop connections that withstand conflict. Resolving your disagreements can really draw you closer together, especially when you are committed to finding solutions. And what I have learned, which is golden to me, what I've learned is that deep connections are only built through time and forgiveness. Forgiveness also reminds me that we are in control of this. And as you know, there are so many things we are not in control of. But you are in control. You are in charge of your own happiness. And most of all, having a loving and forgiving heart is so good and refreshing and and just peaceful for your mental and physical health. So here's the million dollar question that you've been waiting for. How do I move on without an apology. I know for me, sometimes I want to forgive. Like I know that it's the best thing for me. Like it's what's best for me, but resentment still lingers. So here are a few steps we can take to overcome the barriers to reconciliation. First, I always remind myself that reconciliation is not reconnection. There is this universal assumption that in order to forgive someone, you must reestablish or reconnect the relationship. Mm -mm, That's not how it works. Let's try to remember that reconnection is simply the option, not the requirement. Two, always wish good for people despite the circumstances. Try to imagine, right? Like try to imagine celebrating the good fortune of someone who has offended you. Really try and force yourself to speak kindly to them and about them. And you will really start to cherish the relationships for the lessons you've experienced, even if the relationship has to end. Number three, remember that in any situation, good or bad, you played a part in it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You did. You did, sis. You did. You did. I'm sorry, you did. Anyway, so in knowing that, you have to really hold yourself accountable. And I know it's hard AF to see where or even how you've contributed to the conflict when you're offended, right? But try really hard to be honest and subjective and really acknowledge your actions and responses and then figure out how you can make positive changes. Number four, Put yourself in their shoes, right? Really try and imagine you as them. When someone doesn't apologize or shit, 
if they don't know how or can't, it usually has more to do with them and less to do with you. I'll go on record and say, when apologies can't come out, it has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you. A lot of times people feel vulnerable or even ashamed of their own actions towards you. And yes, if we were all healed and emotionally evolved and constantly thinking with the mind of a therapist, (laughs) we wouldn't need podcasts, but here we are. So when I think, when you can think about pain, right? When you can think about pain and what it does and how it feels, you will start to feel like you have more in common with them and it becomes easier to move on without the apology because you absolutely can understand. Number five, try and think of your relationship as this all or nothing thing. This is a good practice to distinguish the human beings from their actions. Is this a horrible person or did they do a horrible thing? Circumstances, resources, And character should all matter when we evaluate how we move in our relationships. Number six, write it down. If you're one of my internet cousins, you know that journaling has completely saved my life. I have avoided plenty of arguments just by writing things down. Journaling gives me the opportunity to express myself freely, right? Without worrying if I'm going to widen the divide between me and that person. It also helps me with my delivery. I am definitely a quick shooter. Like I'm a sharp shooter. My words are a little cut. (laughs) And sometimes my mouth can make things worse. So venting your feelings inside of your journal, that safe space, that brave space, right? That we've created helps you sort those things out. Number seven, get out of your head. Stop assuming and just reach out. We all get in our heads about things and you never know what the other person is going through or what they're thinking about. So an extra push or a little more effort from you might be needed. Let them see and understand that you want to reconcile. Number eight, set boundaries, okay? Remember that reconnection is not needed and you may have to decide That limited contact is necessary for you to move on because the relationship is stopping your own healing. And that is also fine. So number nine and my last last tip is cultivate your peace of mind. The more secure and healed you are, the easier it is to focus on the resolve. You have to focus on finding solutions rather than judging the other person. When you've mastered this, you begin to understand that your future depends on your choices rather than real and imagined insults. So let's recap really quickly. You can pause me so that you can grab your notebook to write these things down. Number one, reconciliation is not reconnection. It is an option, not a requirement. Number two, always, always wish good for people. Number three, hold yourself accountable. It's real simple. Number four, put yourself in their shoes. Number five, relationships are not all or nothing. It's not if that, then this. Number six, my golden rule probably should have been number one. Write it down, journal it, get your feelings out, give them some space to breathe. Number seven, 
Reach out, girl. You don't know what they're going through. Let's stop making assumptions. Number eight, set boundaries. They are needed at all times. And number nine, cultivate your peace of mind. Forgiveness truly allows you to let go of the past. It will free you from anger and resentment and bitterness and just just all the things that tend to hold you hostage in your healing. If you have heard nothing else I said this episode, please hear me when I say this. Forgiving someone is a decision that you make on your own, regardless of whether others apologize or show any or little remorse. People also don't need to validate or acknowledge your hurt in order for you to forgive. Forgiving is very much independent of your hurt and therefore it can be done while you heal. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so incredibly grateful for our community. Thank you for leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thanks to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting the podcast. I really appreciate you. I hope that you enjoyed and loved this episode. If you did, please do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you're listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me like we go together or something. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Sunday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG stories, Twitter, Facebook, just do your girl a favor and share it so that we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me. I am at Ty Alexander and at self-care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening to me today. And until next time, toodles. Thank you.